podcast listeners. This is the Spotlight on Grace podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burr Bolton. Pastor Tanya's in here co-hosting again today. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a good Christmas. Yes, it's been a great Christmas season. Yep, it's been awesome. Um, And now we're kind of turning the corner and looking towards New Year. Yes. And what better time to start a new habit? Lots of people like to start new habits around this time of the year. And I can't think of a better habit than um, reading God's Word and discipling others and being discipled. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, we are. Let's do it. Um, so we are talking about D groups today, and yes. that is a word that's not super popular around Grace, but we're hoping to make it a little more popular. Right. We haven't made it an official like program that we advertise from the stage or And that's kind of on purpose. Yes, we want just wanted to just start it kind of grassroots. The the D stands for discipleship mm-hmm. and I have had a resource where I had heard that term. You heard a different resource, I think, right. where you had mm-hmm. heard that term. Yes. So we'll just dive into that and what it's coming to mean for us here today. Okay. And we have some special guests. Yes. So the two ladies that are here with us have been a part or are currently leading yeah. a D group. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to introduce them. They're going to tell us a little bit about themselves. And then Tanya will let you explain a little more in depth okay. about D groups. That sound sounds good? good? Yeah. Okay. Well, first up, we have Kelly Harris that's here with us today. Kelly, tell our listeners hello. Hello. All right. And Kelly, tell us how long have you been? at Grace? I think about four years now. Okay. I know it's been, it seems longer than that. I don't know. Maybe just because I knew when you guys came, but, um, and who's in your family? I'm married to Jim and I have three children, Carmen, Brock, and Tinley. Yes. Yes. They're great kids. Mm -hmm. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And you also volunteer Mm -hmm. over in the kids building. Uh I teach the second and third graders. Yep. So she has Mm -hmm. my Emily. Is one or both of your kids in that age group? One, Tinley. Tinley's she in there now. Yeah, so she's over there second service um, teaching. So. That's a fun age group. Yeah, it is. They are fun. Yeah. They yep. can tie their own shoes and read, mm-hmm. but they don't think they're grown up yet. Yeah, and read, yes. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the other lady who is, well, Kelly was in my D group. Let mm-hmm. me, and ours is over. We're not mm-hmm. currently still doing it. Um, and then Julie um, is currently leading a D group, and it's Julie Webster, and she's here with us. Hello. Yep, we're glad she's here. Um, Julie, tell us how long you've been at Grace and about your family. So I've been at Grace for 25 years, mm-hmm. been married to Wayne for 42 years, and I have three grown children and five grandchildren. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Good. And both of these ladies are not don't have, like, a ton of free time, and I w- just want to mention that because, like, you don't have to have a ton of free time to be able to participate in a D group. I think the busiest people get the most things done. Yes. Because Julie and Wayne also help head up our connections, um, first mm-hmm. impressions greeters mm-hmm. team here, right. besides her business. And right. And Kelly, we just talked about how Kelly volunteers, yeah. and Julie and Wayne have volunteered in multiple different mm-hmm. areas at Grace. So, um, yeah, but I think, too, it's what you make a priority. Absolutely. So, um, Tanya, go ahead and explain to us a little bit about what D group is for our listeners, because they may not know. We, we in this room know yeah. what it is, but not everyone listening does. So, obviously, um, one of our core values is a discipleship and effective discipleship, and we define that as um, helping others faithfully follow Jesus as we faithfully follow mm-hmm. Jesus. So, discipleship is not just me soaking up all I can about the Bible and knowledge and all those things, but I have to, in turn, turn around and give that to someone else and help them grow and walk sure. in their faith too. Mm-hmm. So um, when we think about discipleship, it's been probably a couple of years ago now that I don't even know what drew me to order this book. I think maybe when I was first coming into this discipleship role or maybe even before that, but I came across a resource called Disciple Her 
by Candy Gallaty, and she, um, her husband actually pastors up in Nashville at Long Hollow Baptist Church, but she just wrote a really simple, succinct kind of guide to how to take a group of women and walk them through a time of Bible reading, but also um, sharing life and praying and sharing your testimony. Right. And uh, to me, I thought this is just a great tool because so often I think if we think about discipleship, it feels really like maybe there's magic to it or you have to have a special <laughs> gift to do it. Right. Or And I'm kind of like, okay, what's the, what's the checklist to make sure I, I do this right? You know, And so I thought this book... Um, was just really helpful. So her concept is to gather a group of um, four to five women. Mm -hmm. And, of course, our church doesn't believe that only only um, men can pastor. Right. Um, her church may feel that way, and other churches do, and that's fine. But I do think that in a discipleship setting, in a small group setting, that the same gender concept right. is super mm -hmm. important so that men would be in small groups of discipleship with men or these are actually might be what you might call a, a micro group right. so even smaller than our small groups or a small group of women being together so um, she outlines uh, bringing in a group of four to five women to meet regularly now we've completely tweaked this from what what she wrote right. in her book we've made it our own she suggests a group meeting for a year to 18 months yes. to read through the whole bible or most of the bible she has a bible reading plan that hits most of the large chunks of scripture um, and, and to, like I said, to journal, a big part of this is journaling. We ask people to journal twice a week. So from the scriptures that you read, um, write out a, a verse that pops out in your head, the kind of the context of what's happening in the Bible. Cause that's so important instead of just saying, well, look at that verse. That sounds real pretty. That applies to me today. We need to start with what the Bible meant in the first place. Then we can apply it to our lives and then how we're going to respond to that. So we ask people to do their reading, um, and that ranges based on what you're trying to cover. I've had groups right. that did, I don't know how many, do you remember about how many you there, guys? There were four in our group total. Okay. And how many, but how many chapters a week would you probably oh, read? Um, I don't even remember. I don't maybe, remember either. Maybe one, uh, two. I don't know. I don't remember. Chapters a week that you would read? Oh, From a week. Bible? Oh, oh, not yeah. a day. Yeah, so yeah. maybe seven to 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a week. Sorry. Julie. You yeah. said you were saying Same. a week, not a day. Not the Same. Same. No, yes. that's okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it varies, you know, just depends on the reading plan you follow. Pick two of those verses ideally to journal about. Um, you have some prayer time together. Um, you're you're going to share life together, even mm -hmm. though that's not specifically outlined. Right. Um, you know, and so I also think it's important that ultimately that you this is a safe place to practice telling your story, your mm -hmm. full length testimony we've talked about testimonies here before right. but that's a safe place to do that and just tell the whole story to go back and be able to pull out the pieces that you can use in different situations in life um does that yeah. that cover that's, most of yeah, what you were what, thinking There's, well and some of the things that that stood out to me that were different than what things that were already happening here at grace not mm -hmm. that the others are bad or not as good just different right. um was that it's limited in size. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why an announcement's not made. Hey, we're starting a D group. Who yeah. would like to join? You know, because you want to keep it small. Mm -hmm. um, and that it didn't center around food. Yes. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Forgot which about that. which doesn't, I like, I like things that are centered around food. Right. But it just, it took the emphasis off of more of like um, fellowshipy and more of the Bible study, right. I feel you like. You kind of come right in and how was your week and yeah. prayer requests and jump into the Bible. Right. So that is different than our regular Right. small groups and that's a good thing and it's interesting and i'll be glad to hear 
you guys talk about it, how like specifically because we didn't announce the D group and we're not just having signups, although there's nothing wrong with that. God works through that is like the very first time I did one. I think God put those exact specific people together. And maybe Julie will tell us a little bit. Her group of ladies is so random in some ways, but God just laid the names on our heart. And then your group, mm-hmm. you know, your first group that you did. So we'll talk about that a little bit more too. But I think that as you think, okay, Lord, who do you want me to walk with for these next six months, four right. months, however it goes, the Lord will na- lay the names on your heart, and then you'll just see him at work in those relationships. Right. But these yeah. ladies have a lot of, to say besides yes. me, too. So so um, obviously, like we've said, it's it's a smaller setting, mm-hmm. um, but it, they really focus on commitment, too. Like, the they want you to be at the groups on right. a regular basis as much as possible, right. not in and out, because that yeah. helps build relationships and sense of trust. Yes. Um, and so I just wanted to ask Kelly and Julie, and you guys can decide who goes first in answering, but um, what first drew you to this commitment? Because it's it's a it's a commitment to, to studying the Bible and being a part of a group with people. And so what first drew you um, to this commitment? Well, I'll go first. Um, think I think it was definitely a God thing because about this time last year you know we were getting back to some sort of normalcy after COVID and back to Mm in-person church and the kids were in school but I was really praying about just getting more involved and specifically getting my kids Carmen my oldest um, who's 13 just getting her more involved with the students over there because I feel like that's just such a crucial age where she needs to be in church more and um so I was praying about a way to get more involved, and then Burr sent me a text asking me to be in her D group on Wednesday nights, and it was just like, I just felt like God said, here you go. You know, this is your opportunity. So, right. And it worked perfect because Carmen could go over mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights to church, yeah. but it also answered the prayer Kelly was praying um, for her to get more involved, right. too. So, right. yeah, that was cool. What about you, Julie? So I kind of was called to lead before I was asked to join. I felt like God was laying it on my heart. Um, Basically, um, I wanted to get into the word. Um, Did not want to, years ago, I led a ladies small group. But when you're doing a small group, you got to think of activities. You got to have food. It's what are you going to study? It's such a commitment. And then I heard Burr mentioned D group, I think on one of your podcasts, mm-hmm. I was driving down the road and my little antennas went up and I called <laughs> Burr right away and I'm like, what, what is, is that? <laughs> I did. I was so excited. And um, I just loved the description of it. It was small and it was um, st- Bible study, not mm-hmm. no fluff, just getting right into God's word. And then um, Tanya was going to lead a short term D group. And she said, why don't you come? And then you can see what it's really like before you decide to step forward and lead one. Yeah. That's what happened. Awesome. Um, so, Tanya, you've done a couple of different day groups mm-hmm. at this point. Um, what? Let's talk about what portions of Scripture we covered, because we've kind of taken it away from what, what that book right. talked about. But my group and Kelly's group that we did, um, we did most – it skipped around. We looked up a reading plan, but it skipped around, but it was most of the New Testament, mm-hmm. um, which was, I think, it, do you remember how many weeks it was, Total Kelly? 21, maybe. Yeah. it was. I, I feel like it was 21 to 25, mm-hmm. so it was, it was several weeks. It was weeks. kind of that fall semester last year, right? Kind of, you guys started when school started back and ran until no, it about was December, spring. or was it It was later? spring. Oh, was it spring? It was January through okay, May, so because spring semester. I even remember BJ was on sabbatical, and I zoomed oh, in from the right. beach at one yes. point and I committed yeah. to meet with them yeah. even while he was on sabbatical because mm-hmm. that's how important 
it was and it was a great I mean it was a great experience even you know for me who was leading it you know Um, but we did most of the New Testament what have your groups done so the first group that I ever did we met for about that same length of time because I think around here we all kind of think in that term of semester so you kind of have August to up to um, December early December as a chunk right you know and then January to May kind of feels like a chunk Mm because things can get busy in the summer so the first one that I did um, we met we started in the daytime because it was summer and the ladies were, um, most of them were educators. It just so worked out right. or they were available in the daytime. So we started in the daytime cause we actually did go through, um, we started in June and read most of the new Testament. We followed that original plan, but then when school started back, we transitioned to nights to finish it up. It's kind okay. of what we okay. did. And so that was kind of a different schedule, but it worked. And that's the beauty of it. The smaller, the group, the smaller the number of schedules you're trying to work yes. with and tweak. And, and that's also the thing I always tell people about leading anything. Like when I invite people to lead a small group and they say, well, when do they meet? And, you know, I'm like, if you're the leader, you decide when yeah, they meet. You decide group. what time they meet. So that group <laughs> did the, the New Testament. Then I had a group that ran from January to about May of this year. And we attempted, we, we did the whole Old Testament are pretty close. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to try to do that again in four or five months just because <laughs> yes, it is just like drinking from a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. We loved it. We had lots to talk about. Um, but you have the prerogative to pick, you know, to pick what you pick. I really think going back now, I would take like just the first five books of right. the Old Testament as a sec- as a session. Mm-hmm. But then the Lord gave me the idea because like I said in the book, Candy talks about a group staying together for a year to a year and a half. Um, but I didn't want anybody to feel stuck in that long of a commitment necessarily but I told the ladies that didn't the Old Testament group which we met at my house on a Mm -hmm. weeknight Mm -hmm. and it's funny because I feel like when you meet at your house you talk a little bit longer like I was amazed when I heard your group was done in like 45 minutes Uh yeah Uh, but yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we met at the church, but we weren't done that quick the time we did meet at my house, I feel like. We yeah. Did, so it was a little longer. Right. So the, the different settings, and you guys had kind of the constraints of Wednesday night church mm-hmm. with the kids and teens. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was like, whoa, they got done in 45 minutes. Super efficient. Um, <laughs> the group the group that I had that met at church, we were pretty short. We would stay on track about an, to an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. But then I had this nighttime group at my house, and it was never less than two hours, which a lot of the time we'd kind of said the last amen, and then we sat around and talked, which was fine, and my schedule worked for that, and they knew they could leave after we'd said the last amen. Um, But toward the end of that, I felt like the Lord gave me the idea of, hey, see if any of these ladies want to continue into the New Testament. Like, they haven't made the commitment to do a year, but, you know, and Mm -hmm. so a couple of them were able to to join up this year when we started the New Testament, and we brought in two more ladies. Okay. Um, And in the midst of that, in the summer, we did the six-week John group to introduce it to Julie, and my mom was interested, and um, Nina Boshears was a part of that, just because I wanted to give people a taste of it that were interested in it without making the full-blown commitment so you can totally do whatever you want to do and pick a section of scripture that you want to study and yeah and go from there julie what are y'all studying because you're currently in in one yes we're doing the new testament okay yeah yeah and i you know it's funny because i feel like we read the new testament a lot more than the old testament but i was amazed at how much you notice Again, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I would think I would notice things in the Old Testament because I don't read it as much, but something yeah. you're you seem to be more familiar with, especially with the journaling aspect, like how much you pick up on. Mm-hmm. And then talking about it with people, like, you know, you don't typically, um, when you're just reading the Bible for your own devotions, 
you're not necessarily intentionally going out and discussing that with people. Right. Uh, but I'll never, I, fi- I think I'll never forget the night we came in and it was some portion of Leviticus that week, you know, and that was my uh-huh. home group that met at my house. And I remember saying, it didn't feel like there was a lot, you know, that, that I could think about to journal, that I could choose to journal out of this, you know, and then that was like the longest actual Bible discussion. <laughs> once you get in there and you start asking questions and what do you think about this and what does this mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, but the nice thing is the leader doesn't have to have all the answers, right, no. Julie? Because that was something Very you were nervous about. Very few answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the journaling aspect mm-hmm. of it because, like you said, you read scripture and then you journal. And I asked my ladies to, and I think you've probably done the same thing to journal two mm-hmm. of their readings, and you just basically talk about what stuck out to you, stood out to you, kind of thought about through the process of. Um, what it meant to that culture at that time, and then what? how's it speaking to me now? Right, right. And then you come into group, and you discuss that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Julie and Kelly, what did you guys find that was um, challenging about that journaling part? Or maybe even, you know, I know it's challenging, but also what, what helped with the journaling part of it? Well, um, for me, I mean, there were some weeks where I struggled to even come up with two verses that really spoke to me, but then other weeks once... I started reading. I was just writing down verses left and right and had to pick two. So I guess that was partly what was challenging and what was good yeah. about it. And also, I know Tanya's mentioned the lullaby effect, like just having to journal, having to, you know, really pay attention and think, like that really helped me to understand and like really mm-hmm. think about what I was reading rather than just reading. So. Yeah, and in our group, Kelly, you would listen to – the scripture sometimes right and who read to you johnny cash <laughs> oh my she found an app where johnny wrong. cash oh would word. read it yeah. mm-hmm. i love it. it i like that all right julie what about you what did you think about the journaling aspect of it that was truly life-changing because i never understood what people meant by journaling mm-hmm. and i feel like the ladies in my d group feel the same way about it for me it keeps me focused i guess i never heard the lullaby effect. Um, and it makes me think. Mm-hmm. Um, so the challenge for me would be with journaling is I'm a talker. So I would, sometimes I would just do cliff notes. And then when, I, instead of reading what I wrote down, I'm talking with my hand mm-hmm. and just the cliff notes kind of help me. I don't know if that right. counts as journaling. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes it's like giving a sermon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and I love the journaling part because when you show up, that is part, that is what the group is a part. Everybody reads their journaling part. That's essentially what the group consists that's of. The, that's the meat of your time together. Right. So and I loved it because how many times I learned something from hearing what someone else mm-hmm. learned from the Bible. Like I did, even if we picked the same verse, yeah. like um, they might've felt something different than I felt in like, how many times that sat with me right. um, after hearing their yeah. perspective on it. So I love that part So much it. good insight. I want to go back to just real quick. So when Kelly mentioned the lullaby effect, um, that is kind of the idea of some of us have heard these stories so many times, or if we've always read the exact same translation of the Bible, even just to pick up, you know, an NLT versus you've always read the NIV or to pick up the message, you know, to change translation of the Bibles or like Kelly was referencing, just to hone in on the scripture mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that you don't just kind of lullaby your way through it because you know the story, you know, mm-hmm. that does happen. Right. So I love that. And I love the, the concept of listening because 
we've mentioned in multiple groups that you pick up different things listening to the scripture versus reading it, mm-hmm. and obviously vice versa, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just think that's so interesting that something I'll be listening and something will, you know, get my attention and I'll have to, like, you know, really fast highlight that on my phone Bible or whatever so right. I don't lose the word that was again because I've just been listening. And you hear the the continuity of the story, I think, even more when you're mm-hmm. listening and doing these bigger chunks, like multiple chapters in a week. Right. Gives you, especially if you get into the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament, you, you get... Context. You, you begin to see the the big narrative of the whole mm-hmm. story of mm-hmm. what the author's trying to say. Yeah, it's different than a verse a day where mm-hmm. you don't know what the context came right. from or what the what the people in the in the story were feeling or experiencing or whatever was going on. Like you have no idea because yeah. you picked out one verse yeah. and not really looked at what's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even the journaling, the guideline that we give, um, which this acronym is here. My mom has used one before called SOAP, and those stand for the things. But even even that's just a guideline. There's no rules to how you journal. It's just that if somebody comes in like Julie and says, I've never journaled before. I don't know what this means. Mm-hmm. This is just a really concrete way to get started. But right. if somebody wanted to do that any other way, that's fine too. And this journaling is not like um, your daily diary yeah. or necessarily feeling e. you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? You may yeah. get to that in your application or in your response to the Lord, but it's very... Um, it's very much focused on the scripture and what the word is saying. Right. Yes. Um, so we talked about a little bit about commitment, about how commitment is really important. She really emphasized that. Doesn't she, doesn't the lady in the book make them sign a contract? She, she's very, <laughs> very we did not, deep. I, I did not, not make my yeah. group sign a contract. Right. But we did talk about how it was important to be there. But I didn't feel like it was an issue. I felt like yeah. everybody wanted to I be yes. there. I wanted yes. to be yes. there. Like you want to go and see yeah. your girls and right. talk to them and see yeah. how their week's going yeah. and how you can pray for them. Right. So. And what's happened since the last time you Mm talked, what's the update on the prayer request that happened, you know, that we were praying for this week. And there are, there are other Bible studies and I understand why they they do this, but I've been in Bible studies before structured Bible studies where if you didn't do the homework, they would say certainly still come, but you're not supposed to talk in the discussion. If you didn't do the homework, that's just their guideline. It, it, I understand why it is the guideline. Mm -hmm. Um, but to me, I've always told my people, hey, even if you didn't get to journal, even if you didn't get to read, just come be with us. Uh-huh. And if something, still join in the discussion. You know, so right. again, you kind of set your own parameters of, right. you know, of mm-hmm. what that is. And we've also done scripture memory. We forgot, I forgot to mention yes, the scripture memory. Did. Yeah, we picked too. certain, uh, she, the reading plan we did recommended a lot of scriptures. Mm-hmm. We just picked certain ones. Um, maybe five throughout the whole 20 something weeks. Yeah. Are you um, guys working on scripture memory? If not, that's okay. No, we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, I think one a month mm-hmm. and, um, I chose the first two months and then it occurred to me, I should let the ladies pick a scripture. Oh, that's good. Because mm-hmm. we're trying to raise up leaders. Right. They're all over that. Yeah. They type it up, they distribute it. And it's like, yeah. yeah. So I really like that they're doing that. And, um, for me, it's for all of us. It's it's a big deal to memorize those scriptures mm-hmm. because I've never memorized scripture, yeah. and I'm not sure how long I'm going to remember them. But now I know three scriptures. <laughs> right, that's literally all I right. could recite, and I keep reciting them over and over again because I'm just afraid you'll lose I'm, it. I'm mm-hmm. going to lose it. But the ladies in my D group assure me that I won't. But 
it's just you it's did awesome. John one one through five this summer in that I, group. I I chose that for my D group. That too, was good. I already knew it. But, <laughs> but so that nice. was but that was empowering, oh, wasn't oh, it? I oh remember my, when you it's came empowered in and said, my life, and I still um, do that. If I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm anxious, mm-hmm. I I recite it in mm-hmm. my head. Do you want to do it for us now? No, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But I truly do believe, Julie, that even like. Even the things that we don't remember as being on the front of our mind, because it is there in our heads and right. our hearts, the Holy Spirit can bring that back up yeah. in a conversation if it's needed sure. or if our own hearts needed. Like, you will see God do that yes. from these scriptures that you're putting in your head it and in your heart. It feels good. Yeah. And the ladies, when after they memorize one, it feels so good yeah. to them. It's like empowering to to do more. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to, y'all might've heard this story, but I have to tell you, I tell the <laughs> podcast listeners that. So after following the plan, the first time around, you know, uh-huh. the Guinea pig and then, but then you took the idea of let's just back this off and yeah. really learn one or two, one a month one. And it's not just always one verse. It might be a short right. passage. Mm-hmm. So then with the summer D group, I thought we only have five weeks, but let's, let's still go for like five verses, but we made it that chunk. So we did John one, one through five. And that was really awesome. So coming into my group that meets now, I was telling them about that. And I was toying around with some different ideas, like letting them choose, or um, I even had taken a list of like the 50 most important Bible verses, which I know that's really subjective, but you know, like, (laughs) let's take this list and mark off what you Mm -hmm. already know. And then you pick what you want to, you know, throwing out all kinds of ideas. They like the idea of learning a chunk. So we landed on, um, I really love Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. And, you know, that's about 11, 12 verses. But over the course of the 20 weeks, right. that's what you would have mm-hmm. maybe shot for. And it's easier when it's in a chunk than this verse and that verse and this verse and that verse. Well, Amanda Tilly, you know, our friend Amanda, <laughs> who is a theater person, decided to up the ante. And she's just going to memorize all of Romans chapter 12. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> she's, yeah. she's well over halfway done. But that's wow. been fun. And it's a great way to encourage each other. And there's no... There's no like shaming or guilt no. in that. No. Or if you come yeah. in and say, I didn't get to work on my verse this week, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's, it's only encouragement. It's only, right. you know, the joy of when you do get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. absolutely. It's a great thing. So uh, because the groups are small and because we're committed to coming to them, what do you guys feel like? How did that impact the atmosphere? Small, small group of people coming every week. How do you feel like that impacted it? Like I said, um, the small group, we looked forward. I looked forward to just being there every week and seeing everyone. And because it was small, I was just more comfortable and, you know, probably able to share things that I wouldn't have if the group had been bigger. Yeah. And in our group, none of them knew each other. Mm-hmm. They all only knew me. Yeah. Um, and so that And how many of them were introverts? All of them. <laughs> except for me. It was a very, it was a, it was yeah. a learning That's why you were done in 45 minutes. It was a learning exactly. process. <laughs> but I loved it because it they got so to insightful. know each other. Yeah. And every one of them has been at Grace Church for, Kelly says she's been here four years. So some of them have been here four, some of them have been here 10. And like none of them knew each other yet. And so that, that was, was exciting too. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. What about you, Julie, for the um, small group? I love the intimacy, of course, but also um, everyone feels real comfortable and um, so just like another leadership thing, um, one of the ladies in the D group had never prayed aloud before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I kind of felt like she hadn't. Mm-hmm. So I tried to encourage her. And she said her goal was, um, because she was so comfortable before the D group was over, 
for the semester that she would lead in prayer one day. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it, and we talked about it, and she surprised me the very next week. She opened us up in prayer. Yeah. Because she felt, oh, it was awesome. She felt comfortable, mm-hmm. safe, all of those things. Right. She's with a small group of women. Oh, and yeah. I was I was so proud of her. Yeah. That's, That's exciting. Awesome. That's yeah. It is awesome. That makes me that makes me want to cry. Okay. So now um also Tanya, you mentioned that testimony or telling your story is a big part of D group. Like it's yeah. included in that. Um I kind of wish in my group we didn't start working on our testimonies till probably three quarters of the way through. And I really wish we would have started earlier because I feel like Kelly, tell me if I'm wrong. Cause you were in this group. I feel like we got closer quicker after the testimonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Cause then it's like, we knew each other's story and yeah. it's like, Oh, you're not perfect either. So that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you, you have know? to find a balance. You of do far enough in to build trust, trust each other. Yes. If you don't know each other, but then, yeah, it does make sense that you relate more and better once yeah. you're in there. So, yeah, it depends on how long you're meeting and how well your people know each other. Right. Those are those are good and important things. And and I would I told my people, I especially remember in my very first group, like a lot of the things that you say in your story, you have said at some point in the sure. group mm-hmm. already about mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. or your childhood or your you know family or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, just write the story and tell it as if we don't know anything. Yeah. Um. So that was really good and um. Just helpful, wonderful times that lead into ways to know how to pray for people and, like you said, Mm -hmm. knowing people better. Well, and like Julie was saying, her lady and her group, it was a good place to practice praying aloud in front Mm -hmm. of others. It's a good place to practice telling your testimony aloud in front of others with an encouraging Mm -hmm. environment where people are not going to, you know, you're not going to feel pressured or or discouraged, you know. So I think that's important. But I wanted to hear what Julie and Kelly thought um, about the testimony aspect of the D group. Now, Julie, I know you said that you guys haven't gotten to that. We haven't really gotten into them. We've had a lot of big issues happening within our D group Mm -hmm. that is kind of taking up our time in the beginning instead of testimonies. God's doing a lot of good things. Um, But I think, so we've only had one. And um, what I told the ladies, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the purpose of doing the testimony besides getting to know each other is that we should all as believers be able to give a testimony. Yes. And for me, I don't know how to give a testimony. Mm -hmm. So I'm anxious to dig into it so I can learn what's important, what's not, so I can have maybe a long testimony someday yes. to give someone, or sometimes you just need three minutes. Right. And so I, I feel like, isn't that kind of the it's point the of it as well yeah. is yeah. to work on developing it all because it's a discipleship group yeah. to yeah. help us to teach us to read God's word, study God's word, pray, give testimony in those things. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I got yeah. on that. Yeah. No, I think I that's that. good. Mm-hmm. And you explained it perfectly well. Like sometimes you might be able to give a long one. Sometimes you might only be able to give a three minute one, but, yeah. and I think it's just thinking through it because most mm-hmm. of us probably haven't done that. Um, right. you putting th- it on paper, like I'd never sit down. I mm-hmm. thought about it before, yeah. but I'd never actually put it on paper. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And once it's on paper, you may tweak mm-hmm. and add mm-hmm. to it. Cause I, you know, even if I've, I've shared, um, my story with different groups, I feel like, oh, I need to go back and include mm-hmm. that or, you know, that thing that God did or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if it's on paper, you're not starting over every time. Dude, yeah. That helps. I think that's really well, a good thing. And you know what I loved about the, it being on paper and thinking it through is 
it was a reminder to me, just like in the Old Testament, how they would set aside stones or whatever of remembrance, like of all the ways God has been mm-hmm. faithful and he's weaved all the way through my life. Even before, you know, I was really turned to him, like yeah. how he, it's just a good reminder. And then places where he's stepped in, you know, and, and carried me through. Yeah. And so I, I, that's part of one of the reasons I love it too, is it's just a good reminder of how faithful God is takes us back to the whole grace discussion and so when you write out your testimony you see God's seeking grace in your life his saving grace in your life how he's sanctifying you how he sustains you how his grace has been sufficient right you know you see all that like you said woven in that's right yeah so did you find did you Kelly did you feel like it was hard to share your testimony or have we gotten to the point that you felt comfortable talking to everybody I think by the point where we did it I was comfortable so yeah yeah, and you're going to get there, Julie. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to think all, through it. All of the ladies in my D group are very comfortable with each other. Yeah. It's it's quite a, an amazing bond. And they didn't know is. each other, right? I mean, um, tell some us of a little them bit. Did not, you don't. You don't yeah. About choosing. Yeah. So so I tend to, like, when I have a, when I want to do something, I just go ahead and I do it, and I don't think think things out. And I just thought, felt like I needed to pray about who these ladies would be in the group, and I just didn't want to pick who I wanted to be with kind of thing. Yeah. And it was funny because I prayed about it, prayed about it, and I kind of felt like I had a list that God gave me, came to church one Sunday, and he took that list that I thought he gave me, totally turned it around like from the time I walked in till the time I left I may have stopped and told one of you you did you told me oh yeah and then and and that list came out of nowhere and every single lady that I asked said yes and now um now that we're together we can see that there was a purpose for us being together Mm -hmm. in this exact time and um I needed this d group at this time in my life with these ladies who have really um it's just been really good. Yeah. I thought it was for them and it was, they were for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the leader yeah. always gets it, oh, stuff right. out of it yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love it so much. Um, so we talked a little bit about different personalities, but we specifically chose Julie and Kelly to come and talk about this because they're good spokespeople, but also because they're, they're, we have a quieter introvert mm-hmm. and we have what um, am I? A, a fun outgoing <laughs> extrovert, not that introverts aren't fun, but you know, um, and so we wanted to just see what you guys thought, like considering your personality worked, what worked well with your personality in D group? What do you what do you think? As an introvert, where it worked well. As an extrovert, where it worked well. Or maybe it was or what challenging. do you wish was different? Well, obviously, yeah. as an introvert, the small size was perfect. But I can see where you would need at least one extrovert because it would be pretty quiet otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Kelly, and so in a D group setting, different than a than a um, class with twenty people, would you have talked as much in a class of twenty people as you did in a group of four? Oh no, yeah, no, no. And it was required because you had to read your journal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I think that's a big part. I remember the first time I formulated the first text I sent out to anybody, um, you know, like it was really important to exactly lay out all the expectations of exactly, you know, Mm -hmm. so people know what they're getting into. I think that helps a lot too because they say stress is the difference between expectations and reality. Absolutely. So if you could lay out all that, even the quietest introvert, you know, is going to know. Okay, right. this is what I'm committing well, to. And, and I, it's not scary I had, if I know what I'm mm-hmm. committing to. So for our group, I think I had two people that I invited that did not take me up on it at that time. But I think it's because we laid out all the expectations and they couldn't do it at that time. Right. And it's better to know ahead of time yes. than to get in it and feel like, mm-hmm. oh, now I can't 
do this or or struggle to keep up your commitment Mm -hmm. you know so I'm glad that happened but um Julie as an extrovert what works well for you or doesn't or doesn't um there needs to be some introverts there (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's the truth so I feel like we have um two two and a half extroverted people um and we have a couple that are a little more introverted um so the dialogue it's really good so the introverts aren't overpowered too much and the extroverts have learned mm-hmm. to be quiet and let them speak mm-hmm. we have a great group I can't even say so how many really are in do. yours Julie we have five 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 yeah counting me yeah, yeah. well I, I think after my first or second meeting of D group you know I was talking to Tanya like how's it going and I said I, I didn't realize this till we all showed up and we're sitting there together <laughs> but they're all introverts and I'm the only <laughs> extrovert and I, I didn't know how that was going to go but later a few weeks later I came back to you and said you know, introverts really have some really deep, yes. good thoughts. <laughs> yes. Us extroverts will be quiet long <laughs> enough to hear what they have to say. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so for me, it was a great learning process because I'd shut up long enough to listen <laughs> to what they had to say. That works. That's good. <laughs> I'd love for everybody to speak too, just really quickly. Like we haven't had any men start D groups. Mm-hmm. I've thrown it out to a few men that I think would be great leaders. What What would you guys say as far as like, if this feels like a girl thing, what do you, and I'm not saying that the, that they would say would that, but what would you journal, say? Would do dudes I, journal. I mean, they can write a sentence. But would they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, talk, they could talk it Listeners into their Listeners that are male, would yes. you journal? Can you write a verse? Can you write what's happening in the scripture? Um, I think this would actually work pretty good for men just because it's not as socializing, socialization as much as talking about the really scripture. It could be really Yeah. It yes. could be that And I, not that not that men aren't good at socialization, but I, I do notice that men tend to like to have a topic to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I mean, how often do you see guys just getting to lunch to hang out and talk about life? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think this would that part of it would be good. They're talking about scripture specifically. Yeah. But I do have to say, Derek's class on Wednesday night for men, mm-hmm. Wayne goes to that. Mm-hmm. I remember when he started doing it, I'm like, a men's Bible study. I didn't understand it because it's usually couples. Right. Mm-hmm. Women do it more than men. Don't know why. Right. And so I'm like, what do you do when you're in there? And like, they do just like what we do. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they do. But I'm, but I'm fascinated by it. So they take, I can't remember if they're in Ephesians or Philippians, you probably Philippians. know, but they take little chunks. They talk about it. They have prayer requests. So all they're missing is the smaller group and the mm-hmm. journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, they do. I love that. Yes. I love that men have a place where they can study God's word. Because right. there's not men's Bible studies typically. Mm-hmm. Right. There haven't been around here. Yeah. Right. You know, and a lot of times when you hear men getting together for discipleship, it's like five thirty breakfast. But most of the men <laughs> like I know the Romeos. Like, yeah, yeah. They don't even get together at five thirty. But yeah. But um. So yeah, and it's wide open. You know, if a group wanted to get together and journaling wasn't important to yeah. them, or they, you know, if a group said especially men. I'm just going to throw the men under the bus, you know, like we want to get together and read the Bible, but we're not going to journal. Yeah. It's to, if you get together and you're talking about the Bible, I think that's yeah. still okay. But okay. I think there's richness in journaling. I do. Mm-hmm. So. I do. All right. Real quick before we close, um, tell me one thing you love or loved if you've already done about D group that you're loving, loved if you've done just it in the past. getting to know the other ladies. Yeah. That's right. good. 
you got an hour? No. <laughs> I said one thing. Like, <laughs> find Julie and she'll tell you all, all the about things. it. Oh, um, how easy it's made it to study God's word mm-hmm. on your own. Mm-hmm. It's it's taken the fear away. What does that look like? It has showed me that I can understand God's word without an orchestrated Bible study program. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. so it's life changing. Yeah. Cause we talked about in our group, Kelly, about how, okay, now we know how to do this. Why would we need it? Why would we want to stop? Like we don't mm-hmm. have to keep meeting, but we can keep having our time to study the mm-hmm. Bible. Like that's the most important thing yeah. to me. And there doesn't, I mean, everybody brings whatever biblical knowledge they have, but you don't have to have a teacher or a biblical scholar in the group Mm -hmm. it's amazing what you can learn from the comments in the bottom of your study bible you know like but taking the time to dig it in Mm -hmm. and answer your questions and things like that and i would i personally would love to see the day when there are 20 d groups in grace church yes you know when they're meeting in homes or there's morning groups and evening groups and afternoon groups and even i'd love to see you know like you guys met on wednesday night i Mm -hmm. will never quit having some planned Wednesday night Grace U classes mm-hmm. but if there were two or three D groups meeting around the building as well during that time because that was the best time for them like that would be an awesome thing right. so I think the possibilities are yeah. endless so Tanya if a yes. listener is listening to this podcast and they think I think I'd like to be in a D group yeah. or even better well not necessarily even better, <laughs> but I'd like to lead a yeah. D group what should they do just call me text me find me so Tanya at Columbia Grace or you you know, because oh you'll send them to me, but you know all the answers. Or Julie, because yeah. she can send them to me. But, you know, um, talk to one of us if you have questions especially. But just yeah. reach out to me to let me know if you're interested in getting started. or. And you might have some names details. of people who might be interested in a mm-hmm. D group after hearing this. They yeah. might let you know. And so yeah. you might be able to couple those two That'd be things great. together. That would yeah. make my day. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I love it so much. Yes. Well, I hope you learned a little bit, listeners, about what a D group is and how much it means to everybody. Um, I hope you know that God's grace is sufficient for you. Find a D group, find a small group, connect somehow. Discipleship's important.